Good evening, ladies, gentlemen. What you are about to hear is a true story. A few names have been changed to protect the people involved, but it's all mostly quite real. This is a grim tale full of death and sex and monsters. My great uncle, Caspar Van Franken-Schwartz, is the protagonist of this story. He passed away in 1974, so unfortunately, he can't tell you in his own words everything that happened. He cannot speak of these horrors, but I can read his old journals, and I can try to piece together this story for you. You are listening to Pete's Paranormal Chronicles. Tonight's documentary will be walking you through the life and times of Caspar von Frankenschwartz and his fatal obsession with psychiatrist Carl Jung. Man has developed consciousness slowly and laboriously in a process that took untold ages to reach a civilized state. And this evolution is far from complete, uh, for large areas of the human mind are still shrouded in darkness. What I just played for you was a clip of Carl Jung from a 1958 interview with the BBC. Jung's theory of a collective unconscious was one of the most important contributions ever made to the field of psychology. For those of you out there who don't know much about psychiatrist Carl Jung, he was mostly known for his work on the conscious and unconscious mind. Jung theorized that there are three realms of the human psyche. Consciousness, personal unconscious, and the collective unconscious. But these three realms are not separate. They continually interact, creating a dynamic interplay between the conscious and unconscious realms of the psyche. Now, I could babble on here for several more minutes explaining Jung's theory of archetypes and individuation, but there's really no point in trying to understand that stuff for tonight's story. You see, the protagonist of the evening is my great-uncle, Caspar Frankenschwartz, and he didn't like Carl Jung. He hated him, as a matter of fact. Sadly, my great-uncle's hatred of this man sparked a very unhealthy obsession. For 13 years, my great-uncle Caspar Frankenschwartz attended the University of Zurich in Switzerland. He met Carl Jung there, and they quickly became friends. They would often study together and compare notes. Caspar worked hard on his experimental theories, especially his theories about the collective unconscious, which were, gradually, over time, completely stolen by Carl Jung. After publishing book after book of my great-uncle's work under his own name, Frankenschwartz talked to the press countless times, claiming that Jung stole his life work. 
but nobody believed him. Carl Jung denied it was true, and the two men parted ways. Oddly enough, these two ex-friends never got a chance to talk about it face to face. They never hashed it out. Casper would see Young pontificating on his own stolen theories, walking around the campus and getting laid all the time. And his blood would boil, but he never said a word to him. And when Carl Young died in 1961, Schwartz was devastated, largely because he never had a chance to confront Young about the whole plagiarism thing. And my great-uncle vowed to get his revenge. I suppose it is fair to say that he had a Carl Jung complex. So my great-uncle Caspar Frankenschwartz retreated to his dark castle on the high hills of Switzerland to hatch a sinister plan. The plan was simple and didn't take long to come up with. He laughed like a maniac and thunderclapped and dark blue clouds formed around the highest tower of Castle Frankenschwartz. Mysteriously, just one day after Carl Jung's body was put to rest, his grave was disturbed. The story was that gravediggers dug up the coffin and stole the corpse. And these gravediggers were, you guessed it, Frankenschwartz and his trusty hunchman, Igor. Lucky for us, old Casper liked to record everything he did. So here is an audio clip from that night. Igor, to the laboratory. Prep Carl Jung's corpse for the ice machine. We need to freeze it until I can figure out how to bring people back from the dead. Yes, master. Damn you out, mate. It's heavy. No. I need to go upstairs now. Why? You never mind why. Tell me why. I need to masturbate because I haven't had sex in a long time. You just masturbated with me this morning, remember? But I don't like masturbating with you. Yes, master, I know, I know. And this next clip is from the night of the experiment. It was recorded three years later when my great uncle finally figured out how to make a Frankenstein monster out of Carl Jung's frozen corpse. Igor, pass me that electric wrench. I have to fix the wave rods before we can raise the platform. Here you go, sir. Yoo-hoo, I derive all my ideas and style from a broad range of sources. Damn it, Igor, I said electric wrench, not eclectic wench. <laughs> Oops, sorry, master. What's your name, wench? My name is Elizabeth, sir. 
Nice to meet you, Elizabeth. My name is Casper Frankenschwartz. Too cool. Would you like to go out to the barn with me and have a roll in the hay? No, I would not like to go have a roll in the hay. I'm busy trying to create life here. Oh, how about I help you? You can be my boss. Okay. I could use another lab assistant. Here, put on this lab coat and go find me an electric wrench now. Yikes, you don't have to scream. Is he always screaming like that? Yes, I'm afraid so, miss. He's a cruel man and a lousy cook. Oh, shut up, Igor. That's not true. Don't tell her that. It's okay, Dr. Frankenschwartz. I think you are very extra sexy. Well, that's very good to hear, Elizabeth. Thank you. Here is the electric wrench you wanted, sir. Thank you, Elizabeth. Now, I'll just make a few adjustments here. My god, it's ready. It's time to strap the creature onto the platform. Do it now. The corpse is strapped in, sir. We're ready to raise the platform now. Raise the platform now! <laughs> Did you hear that? It's screaming. That means it's alive! It would appear so, sir. Shall I lower the platform? Yes! God, I can't wait to give this thieving bastard a talking to. Magnificent! Dr. Young, it's me, Casper. Do you recognize me? What was that, sir? Here, allow me to unbuckle you first. There we are. That's better. Now here, have some water. Yes. Water is good. Nothing beats a fresh cup of water. And I mean nothing. Okay, Igor and Elizabeth, you are dismissed for the evening. Dr. Young and I have some unfinished business to attend to. I don't think it's a good idea to leave you alone, sir. I mean, what if the monster turns on you, right, and runs away, and then society treats him poorly, so then he turns against society? That will never happen. Trust me. This is Dr. Carl Young here. He's not a monster. You're not a monster, are you, Mr. Young? <coughs> yes, indeed. Look at his boyish face. This is a good boy, you see? This is a mother's angel. <coughs> good night, Doctor. 
Shall I sleep naked in your bed? I have an enormous Vonsheimen. I don't know what that means, but I'm intrigued. Yes, thank you, Elizabeth. I'll see you later. Okay now, Mr. Young, we have some unresolved issues. Do you have any recollection of what you did to me? <coughs> What's that now? It appears as though you're having some difficulty expressing yourself. Good lord, you've become a complete moron, haven't you? Well, this isn't going to be satisfying at all. Unless... Yeah. Yes, that's it. Oh, Carol, I've just had the most wonderful idea. Step one. I'm going to teach you how to sing. And step two, can you dance? <laughs> then I'm going to teach you how to dance! And so Caspar Frankenschwartz set in motion the next phase of his grand plan. He taught the young creature how to speak a few key English phrases. He taught it how to read and write. He even taught it how to tap dance. They practiced every day for two straight weeks. And it wasn't long before these two ex-friends became friends again. Frankenschwartz felt no more ill toward young and it was like a huge weight had been lifted off his shoulders. He was proud of his young creature, and he wanted to show him off to the whole town in the form of a stage show. This show was written and choreographed by Frankenschwartz himself, and it was really quite terrible. Here's an old recording of their performance at the Old Switzerland Theater in 1974. If your study buds with Carl Young, make sure he doesn't go and plagiarize your shit. Not the point, I did the work and you stole it and published every little bit. You're a little bitch. Dressed in stripes just like a classic robber. You stole my life work and you stole my job, sir. Super duper. Not super duper, can't you see? You destroyed me and I am super duper pissed. Oh, besides a bitch. Okay, I forgive you. Let's dance.
So, tragically, Casper Frankenschwartz died that night, and Carl Jung's reanimated corpse died again. The villagers were so displeased with the performance that they burned the theater to the ground, murdering the creature and his creator. They handcuffed my great uncle to the radiator, and they tied the creature up so he couldn't escape the flames. And that's, that's pretty much the end of the story, except for one last thing. There exists a really creepy recording. Um, it appears as though right before Carl Jung died a second time, he regained most of his speaking ability, and he pleaded with the villagers to spare him. The speech is heartbreaking to listen to. And here it is. Wait now. Wait. Please let me speak. The creature speaks. People of Switzerland, you mustn't blame us for putting on such a bad show. It was our first time performing in front of audience, and we tried our best to entertain you, but we were very nervous. No excuse. You didn't try hard enough. Hey, that's not fair, and it's not our fault, you see. From the unconscious, there eminent determining influences which, independently of tradition, guarantee in every individual a similarity and even sameness of experience, and... Oh yeah? Big whoop. What does that have to do with anything? No! Burn them! Don't even let them finish speaking! Burn them up! Burn them down! Burn them up! Burn them down! Okay, so there, now it's over. My great uncle got burned alive until he died to death uh, with the creature by his side. They are now buried together at the Protestant church graveyard in Kushnacht, Switzerland. One month later, Igor and Elizabeth got married. They had a child together, and they loathed caring for it, so they promptly drowned it and got a dog instead. And they all lived happily ever after at the castle Frankenschwartz forevermore. Thank you for listening to yet another installment of my family's haunted history. Be sure to tune in next week for our most terrifying episode to date. Did you hear the evil? That was a clip of pure evil from next week's show, and trust me, you really don't want to miss out on that one. Good night, friends. And hey, as Carl Jung once said, the unconscious realm is not merely a place for rejected or forgotten memories. The unconscious realm dynamically interacts with consciousness.
and each are always playing a role in what makes up the personality. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Thank <laughs> you.